Hello everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and welcome to Plain Market Talk, where I will provide a straightforward interpretation and analysis of current market news based on my background as a retired Wall Street stockbroker with almost 50 years of experience. And I will also provide business lessons to help you become much more successful with your personal finance, trading, and investments. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bell. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today is Tuesday, April 26, 2022. Okay, we'll talk about what went on with the markets today. Russia announcing it's cutting off natural gas uh, supplies to Poland and Bulgaria. We'll talk about what that, what that is. And that might be more of a political statement, at least initially, than anything else. Uh, we'll talk about Elon Musk's proposed purchase of Twitter in an all-cash deal, $54.20 a share, and why the stock is only at $49.68 a share. Uh, also, back to Russia and Ukraine, there's been some news about possi uh, possible issues with uh Vladimir Putin's health, uh, and including a video that just came out. Also, uh, some evidence that the Russian military may be running out of weapons. Uh, so we'll talk about you know what that what that news is. Uh, we had two our first big two technology companies report today: uh, Google and Microsoft, and it was kind of a tale of two cities. So we'll talk about uh, what happened there. And uh, General Motors announced that uh, they're going to be start tying executive compensation into electric vehicles. And, and I'll talk about a more a play you might get with electric vehicles, at least somewhat time in the future. Uh, that's not exactly the vehicles themselves. Okay, so we have that. We got some other uh, stuff in the news today also. Okay, markets uh, were up yesterday, but they were down today. Uh, so here's what we have going on. Uh, let's see. Uh, right now, it's about 8.50 in the evening Eastern time. We had the uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average down 2.38%, S&P 500 down 2.81%, NASDAQ Composite down 3.95%. Uh, market, it doesn't like uncertainty. We've got lots of uncertainty, a lot of earnings reports coming out, economic reports, obviously the situation in Ukraine, uh, fear of rising interest rates. But the market also feels that there's a possibility we may go into a recession, an economic slowdown, uh, which you know we do on occasion. Um, and so the market uh, has been pulling back some. Uh, a question: uh, Just why does why does our economy go in cycles? You know, it goes up for a while, then goes in recession. Well, another day I'll talk about it in more detail. But it's a very simple underlying factor. Here it is. In a free market economy, in good times, people tend to overspend and borrow. Uh, and then in slow economic times, uh, they tend to underspend and try to pay down their debt. So that, that in a nutshell, is why we have economic cycles in the market. Uh, overspend, borrow, uh, push the uh, markets going up, or the economy, and then the opposite, underspend and start paying down debt uh, in slow economic times. All right, so we had that. All right, so Elon Musk, let's talk about that first. Okay, so the other day, you know, he said he was going to take over Twitter. They told him take a hike, and they were talking about a poison pill plan to keep him from taking the company over. And then a couple of days later, 
a Twitter's board of directors recommending that, yeah, we're going to go ahead and let Elon you know, buy us for $44 billion. All right. So the trading symbols TWTR, Tom William, Tom Robert for Twitter, uh, the offer is for $54.20 a share. And today the stock uh, finished at $49.68 a share, down over $2. All right. Yesterday the stock was at $52.10 a share. So if if it's a $54.20 a share deal, then why is the stock at $49.68? Well, market's not 100% convinced that he can actually do this. Can Elon Musk come up with the $44 billion? There's some concern he might have to start selling Tesla stock. And he's using Tesla as collateral, the stock, to get loans to buy. Basically, he's using Tesla stock as collateral to get loans to buy Twitter. But if he ends up having to start selling some of his Tesla stock, that's going to probably push the price down, which then reduces the amount of collateral, the amount of financing he can get. So that, that's that's the main reason. But a couple of other reasons. If you ever see a company that agrees to be bought out in an all-cash deal, why doesn't the stock ever sell like right at that number? It does at the very end when the deal closes. Here's why. A couple of reasons. Uh, these deals take several months to close. There's a lot of legal stuff that has to go on. Part of it's the time value of money. $54.20 in the future, like say August, September, whenever a deal like this might close. I'm just guessing at that. Uh, it, it, uh, getting that money in the future is not as good as getting it today. Because if you get it today, you can put it in a bank and earn interest, if nothing else. So you'll, you always see stocks selling lower than a, a future number. That's called time value of money. Uh, there's also the case the shareholders may say no. Board of directors are elected by shareholders to run the company, but ultimately it's the shareholders that have to approve this deal. Well, that's probably not going to be a problem with Twitter. They're, they're owned, over 81% of their stock is owned by institutions, pension plans, mutual funds, and so forth. And they have probably already been checked with to make sure they're on board with this. Uh, the way you can find that kind of information is a lot of places, but an easy way. Just go to Yahoo and then click Finance. Type in the company's name or trading symbol and click statistics. It'll tell you um, what percentage of stocks held by institutions. Uh, so the, yeah, they'll probably already been checked with. They'll they'll go ahead and do it. Uh, there's also going to be regulatory issues, antitrust issues, IRS gets involved, tax issues, interstate commerce laws, lots of things. So. You have that kind of uncertainty. I haven't heard that's much of an issue here, but but it, it could be. So there's a lot of uncertainty, and that keeps stocks from trading at the buyout price. But there could be a play here. You know, if this deal does go through, conceivably, you could buy Twitter now for $49.68 a share, whatever it might be tomorrow, uh, and get you know, more or less a 10% pop on it when the deal closes. Uh, what happens if somebody refuses to sell their shares? Well, you're always going to have a few holdouts. Um, what happens when Elon, in this case, gets 50.01% of stock, he effectively owns the company, he's going to take it private. So somebody who's holding Twitter stock, some individual, they're never going to get more than $54.20 once the deal closes. Uh, and so, you know, we used to tell the stockbrokers to hold out, just sell it, you're not getting any more. But no, they'd be stubborn. Then 20 years later, you know, they pass away. Their kids or grandkids inherit the stock, and they're like, what's this? Oh, it got bought out 20 years ago, $54.20 a share. You want us to cash it in? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I happen to personally know somebody still holding on to Marvel stock, MVL, New York Stock Exchange, back in the day, because uh, they, they're mad that Disney bought them. And, well, that's been a done deal now for more than a decade, so... 
Anyway, all right, so we got all that going on. All right, what else? Um, yeah, we have our big earnings uh, starting to come out. We had, first of all, after the market closed today, we had Google uh, released its earnings. They called themselves Alphabet, uh, but they still trade under the symbol uh, G-O-O-G for Google, George, Oscar, Oscar, George. And their earnings did not come in at the level the markets were expecting. Primarily, the issue there is a slowdown in advertising on YouTube. So the stock today, between the uh, regular hours and after hours market, down 6.2%. Uh, yeah, when companies start getting nervous about a possible economic slowdown, first thing they cut back on is advertising. I mean, because it's easy. You, you're not going to really notice anything immediately if you cut back on your advertising, although it can obviously hurt long term. But yeah, that's that. That's one of the first things companies seem to always cut back on is advertising. Just like public schools, when they run into a budget crunch, first thing they cut are the uh, you know are the uh, arts programs, um, which is not good. It's just what they do. So anyway, uh, all right. So we'll keep an eye on them. Uh, all right, Microsoft, MSFT, um, and uh, for Microsoft, Barry, Sam, Frank, Thomas. Uh, uh, nickname on Wall Street, we used to call him Mr. Softy. Um, we had these ice cream trucks up in New York, or they still have a Mr. Softy. You can look them up. Uh, so anyway, uh, Microsoft uh, numbers came in better than expected. They're up 4.51%. So we got Facebook releasing tomorrow. Oh, somebody else can't even remember right now. And then we got Apple, I believe, and Amazon on Thursday. So we'll have plenty to talk about. All right. So we got that news. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, yeah. Back to Elon Musk. Uh, if this deal falls through, apparently he owes Twitter a billion dollars. I guess that's some agreement he's got with them. And I saw something come in on the news wires just a few minutes ago saying that Jack Dorsey, founder of Twitter, will actually be returning to the company as CEO if Elon Musk ends up buying it. So that may or may not be true. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. Okay, what else did we have here today? Uh, yeah, General Motors said they're going to be starting to tie executive compensation to electric uh, car sales. That's obviously a big push for them and other automakers going forward. Right, here's the thing. It's going to be very hit and miss for a while with electric cars. Like, who's got the edge? Who's selling more? Are consumers interested in them? Uh, but eventually it will be a, a growing market. But you know where I've talked about in the past, you might have a, a more pure play is the charging stations. Uh, I, I've read that's going to be a $300 billion industry in just the next few years. Back in the 1800s, John Rockefeller became the richest person in the world. Uh, what, what happened, what he did, everybody was, was drilling for oil all of a sudden to power the new internal combustion engines. And it was very hit and miss with oil, but he actually was the one who refined it and chemically changed the oil into gasoline, uh, diesel fuel, and so forth. And he called his company Standard Oil, and he became the conduit all the companies had to go through to get to the market. And, and that's the key. Sometimes it's these ancillary things. Uh, you know, back then, yeah, it was probably high risk with the oil, the automobiles, and so forth, but he, he was controlling the... Um, the actual refinement of the oil. And here are the electric uh, car chargers. So keep an eye on companies that might be getting involved in that uh, over time. There might be uh, a, a good play there. Okay, a couple of things. Robin Hood. Robin Hood, uh, symbol H-O-O-D, Hood. Uh, they reported uh, after the hours, uh, numbers are not looking really good for them. Their sales are slowing down. They, they announced um, they're laying off 9% of their staff. And 
stocks down 5% in the after-hours market. I don't think this is really a ter immediate turnaround. Uh, they've got some fundamental issues. Robinhood gets most of its revenue from trading, and a lot of their investors are smaller investors. And the markets have been slowing down lately, and, and a lot of small investors, they're, they're all gung-ho with the markets when they're going up but they tend to back away from them and lose interest when they're going down. Uh, it's like a sports team. You know, a team is winning, doing well. The stands are filled. All the fans are buying all the merchandise. The TV ratings are up. And then when a team's not doing so well, uh, basically stadiums empty out. You call up the stadium. What time's the game? Like, what time can you make it? And, uh, Fan interest drops, and that's how it is. See, a lot of other, a lot of brokerage firms have a lot of other things they do to bring money in, but Robinhood's mostly reliant on trading, uh, and so that is probably something that maybe they can fix over time. But they're probably going to need to diversify uh, long term. Stock markets basically go up seventy five percent of the time. Bull markets because bulls push up with their horns. Uh, they go down 25% of the time. Bear markets, because bears claw down when they attack. Hopefully, you'll never encounter either. But not actually that surprising uh, with Robin Hood. All right, we got a couple of other things to talk about. Uh, yeah, Russia, um, back in late March, uh, Russia is the uh, supplies the energy for Europe, natural gas, oil. They said in late March that, you know, uh, they were going to start cutting off um, their supply of natural gas in particular, as well as possibly oil, on April 1st to what they call, quote, unfriendly nations. The date came and went, nothing happened. Uh, but Russia did announce today, or at least their state agency, a natural gas state agency, that they're cutting off starting tomorrow natural gas supplies to the countries of Poland and Bulgaria. They just picked two. Uh, and I think it's somewhat symbolic. I, the, uh, Poland and Bulgaria are saying Russia wanted payment in rubles, which they didn't want to do. Uh, so anyway, the reason is that both countries have big natural gas reserves already. They got it piled up, and they do have other pipelines. They can get it from other countries. Also, the weather's warming now in Europe, like a lot of places, and so there's less of a demand. But it might be more symbolic, but we'll have to see. It could also be a sign of Russian desperation. There's been multiple reports out of eastern Ukraine that the Ukrainians are capturing or destroying Soviet-made uh, hardware and weapons. Uh, hard to say how widespread that is, but if that, they're saying these weapons are from the 1980s and that uh, the Russian military may be starting to run out of weapons and they're having to start pulling this stuff out of old warehouses. But we'll have to see how widespread that is. Uh, and then with Vladimir Putin, there's been some rumors for a while about his health, that he might have cancer or Parkinson's disease. And a video that was released just a couple of days ago, it was noticed that as he as he was going to sit down, his hand was shaking quite a bit, and he grabbed onto a table to steady it. And it, it could be seen under the table that his leg was going up and down, which is a sign of Parkinson's disease. So we'll have to see uh, what continues on with that news. All right, last thing today, just a couple of other things in the news, and we'll call it a day. All right. So we talked about uh, Google, Microsoft, and Robinhood. Uh, keep an eye on this company, Enphase Energy. You may or may not have ever heard of them. Um, it's E-N-P-H-A-S-E, -E, one word, Enphase, trading symbol, E-N-P-H, Edward Nancy Paul Henry. 
They're into solar energy, and their numbers came in much better than expected after the market closed. Stock is up 6.1%. That could be a play there on solar energy. So keep an eye on Enphase. Uh, and then uh, one more after the close today, uh, we had Visa, uh, symbol V for Visa. Uh, they are up 4.8% in the after-hours market. Uh, earnings came in better than expected. All right, so we got that. Oh, yeah, one last thing. Uh, it was announced today Congress confirmed Lael Brainard as the second-in-command of the Federal Reserve. Um, her first name's L-A-E-L, I believe, or L-A-I-L, maybe. It's pronounced Lael, Lael Brainard. Uh, she's been on the Federal Reserve Board of Governors for quite a while. Uh, she's known as a moderate hawk. What does that mean? She's moderately aggressive as far as raising interest rates and decreasing the money supply to slow down the economy. Um, but she's not as aggressive as others, uh, and she may be the next head of the Federal Reserve, but she's known as being pretty steady and pretty straightforward with what she thinks, so the markets generally are okay with her. Um, I know she's also is not real big on removing regulations from banks and brokerage firms. There's some on the Federal Reserve that believe that uh, banks and brokerage firms, particularly banks, may be overregulated. She is not a believer in that, so that could be something to keep an eye on. So anyway, she was confirmed uh, by Congress uh, today, second in charge of the Federal Reserve. Okay, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. We got plenty uh, coming up here this week, so we'll be back at it. Again, hope everyone's doing well. Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Talk to everybody again soon. Take care. See ya.